Good evening. It is Monday, April 12th, and this is Beside the Tracks. We have a special broadcast today, a crossover, if you will, for uh, Mohawk Bud Talk and Beside the Tracks podcast. We have Starla Antone of Yugawana Scuts, her beautiful voice, and uh, co-executive producer Nathan Thomas of Credible Mohawk Entertainment, who is also the co-host of Mohawk Bud Talk. We're going to be talking tonight about a little bit about the political aspect of cannabis, um, taking away the taboo, uh, medicinal uses for it. Um, Tastarla is actually a registered nurse, so she does have the uh, background in cannabis and uh, the medical aspect of it. Um, if you go back into, if you see Mohawk Bud Talk on of our page, thecrediblemohawk.com the forward slash Mohawk Bud Talk, you'll be able to go back and find all of our episodes there. And actually, in one of the episodes, we delve deep into um, a lot of the uh, medicinal aspects of CBD and THC in edibles. Um, So in this episode, we're going to be talking um, a lot about the political aspect of it and what happened between about 1915 up until about the 70s and after. So uh, we talk a little bit about, um, you know, doing your job as a writer and using uh, cannabis. I find it, you know, it helps to concentrate. And we talk a little bit about that. Um, We talk about as well how um, the uh, media companies would demonize women and uh, kind of portray men as sleaze bags and women as hoe bags. Um, Nathan was a little bit lenient to uh, comment like that, but we got to tell it the way it is here. Um, for Credible Mohawk Entertainment for CME because that's what we do here is we decolonize the entertainment so it is in two parts on Mohawk Bud Talk you will find it um, both um, it was on previously part one at 420 on Mohawk Bud Talk the uh, YouTube channel and it was also it'll be on part two um, tomorrow at 420 but today we're giving you the full episode it's a full crossover episode because next week um, we have another special episode. Um, we have Sequimpeuk, uh Land Defender from so-called British Columbia that's going to be joining us, April Thomas. Um, so <clears throat> make sure you stay tuned for that. Make sure you share all of our episodes. Make sure as well to subscribe to Credible Mohawk Entertainment on YouTube. And there you will be automatically entered into our giveaway. And in our giveaway, you'll receive a pound of coffee from two row coffee company you will also receive um a hashtag decolonized t-shirt you can check those out on our on our instagram page at mohawk bud talk and you will also get a set of credible mohawk entertainment mugs um so it's the uh, fist on a set of clear mugs you can find those as well on our instagram page or facebook page as well um We'll be getting them up there soon on the website. We'll be opening the store up um, in a little while, but until then, um, stay tuned. So here is part one and two of the Mohawk Bud Talk and um, Beside the Tracks podcast crossover episode because, you know, cannabis is political and it always has been. So let's listen. Oh, 
Whoa. Whoa. You're down, big green. You're down because it's time for more my butt talk. Are we on right now? Oh, we're on right oh, now. Oh, we're on right now with Auntie Muffin. We're on with Starla, and it's time for Mohawk Butt Talk, brought to you by Choice Edibles. <laughs> we got some cool stuff going on today, and we had some cool stuff going on that night. We always got cool stuff going Crazy on. Crazy conversation. We'll have to bring some of it up in the middle of the show, too, because we have some good discussions going on. Yeah, we, so. we always have great talks with uh, Auntie Starla Myers here. Auntie Starla Muffin? Auntie Starla Muffin. I'm okay with just Auntie Muffin. That's what that's what the uh, the kids are calling me these days. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. She's no, AM. That's what a. the kids are saying. <laughs> we'll be hitting up the AM tonight. Yeah. So stay tuned. This is going to be a good show. This is going to be a great show. We've got some pictures that we're going to discuss. A little yeah. bit of then and now type of stuff. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Just kind of how the the face of marijuana has evolved and some of them are pretty hilarious and then there's some of them the more modern ones just kind of you know paint a much darker much sinister picture of marijuana and yeah i was looking at some of them and it was like you remember is, was that one on there with like the tuba and the butthole uh I, there was other ones that that had there was a naked woman who you know was floating around in smoke kind of walking aimlessly i'm guessing that was the so there was a couple of them that were just a little bit too risque to show on mohawk bud talk oh yeah, yeah. and if they're too, if they're too risque for this then they're too risque, right? <coughs> Our um, audience is kind of 18 plus anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even them. <laughs> even them, some of them are just like a little bit, they'll get a little bit cringy about it. Mm. That, that kind of deal. But yeah. whatever, it's not whatever. our deal. But when we, while we talk about that tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to smoke on some special stuff called Dankalato. Woo! Dankalato is very good. It's another uh, top shelf brand, actually. <laughs> top shelf with 25% THC up in that. It, it, tastes, it tastes good, too. It's very good. 50-50 um, uh, strand, though. Uh, so right down the middle. And like AB was saying, it's a 25% THC level. Uh, it's a cross between... Gelato 33 and Sherbert. Both of which we've tried. I prefer straight gelato. I do as well, but uh, Gelato 33 is good, but you can you can taste the Sherbert in it. Yeah. Like and, you can taste like the orange, you know, like that pop like the the popsicle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the creamsicle. Creamsicle. Yeah, those. It's it's kind of like that. It's similar to that. Um yeah, I think uh, if it wasn't for the Sherber in the Gelato 33, it'd be a lot. It wouldn't be as good because Gelato 33, like we said, isn't as, yeah. as great. So the Sherber gives it that extra, yeah, that extra kick. Eh? It's almost like if you want Gelato, you just smoke it on your own. But if you want to mix Gelato with anything, use like a numbered. Yeah, <laughs> use a numbered one because number uh, one. it's going to uh, dull down. Yeah. Anything else, right? And this one's good for like migraines and indigestion. So if you have a great big old meal or yeah, yeah, you know, like the, so yeah, so it's perfect for uh, after the holidays, right? And yeah. Thanksgiving, things like that. Well, uh, Easter or it's Easter, good, oh, it's good right. for things like you know, right? Dinner that. today. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally, um, totally off season here. Yeah. 
It's because we don't follow it, though. That's just yeah. Know. We don't follow it either. But whatever. For the people that do celebrate that, this is like after your meal for that. Perfect. For happy that. holidays to you. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy, happy holidays. Happy all the days. Happy all the days. Happy all the days. Um. And this one, flowers indoor for nine weeks, bro. Yeah, that was what I was so surprised. Is the website we checked out? Uh, check out Seed Finder. Uh, shout out. Um, gave you basically a little insight to if you grew it indoors or grow it outdoors. It gives you what, what you're gonna get from each one. Exactly. So they say if you grow it indoors for nine weeks, you'll get a harvest of. Uh, 500 G's uh, meter squared, so probably like and that, but <laughs> yeah, you know, just like, <laughs> <laughs> but then the outdoor is harvested in October and you get 500 you get the same per thing, plant, but it's per plant, yeah, so obviously it's not as much. But you um, always expect to lose some. We were saying when you're growing it outdoors and you're growing it indoors, you have more control. You do. And as you get a tighter, uh, it's a different bud anyway, right? Like that's why mm -hmm. you get the higher THC ones that we are looking for indoors. Those are usually uh, what we call hydro. Yeah. Hydrochronic. Uh, hydrochronic. Did we tell you about that, Auntie Muffin? No, about, no. I no? I remember it being such a big thing when, you know, I was younger and people were like, oh, I got some hydro and I'm like, you know, do you know where the name Chronic came from? No, no. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Oh, hydro well, I thought you were talking about here. No, like, no, 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 no. When they were calling it hydro, when they were calling it hydroponics, he was, it was just in the midst of like, it was like the early 90s, whatever, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um. And so he was just trying out the hydroponics for the first time. That's when it was like getting big and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. so it was over at a grower's and uh, he was trying it out. And the guy's like, yeah, this is hydroponic weed and blah, 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 blah. And then Snoop was like, oh, okay. So it's hydrochronic. So he started calling it the chronic. The chronic. Because he was so high. He just misheard the guy and thought he was calling it hydrochronic. And like, and he thought that was the actual term for it. So he yeah. just started calling it the chronic, started putting out songs, calling it the chronic. Yeah, and he's like, oh, and then he realized after it was called hydroponic, and he was like, man, it's just that high. Yeah, <laughs> so that was. Cool, though. I like that. I like. Yeah. I I love etymology. Yeah, so that's where chronic no. came from back in the early nineties. Yeah, the origin of the word chronic actually did come from Snoop Dogg. Legit. He, <laughs> yeah, he coined that word and phrase. Yeah, he did. That was pretty good. But hydroponic, yeah, that was way before. He yeah, just, hydroponics. It, way the before. word chronic that came from him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hydrochronic. I like that better, though. Me yeah. too. So when you're smoking the chronic, that means you're smoking indoor hydroponic indoor. weed. Yeah. Right. And uh, actually, uh, looking into that as well, when we were diving into that, we found that weed from, I believe it was 1970 to mid-80s was only about, what, 8% yeah. THC? There was like nothing in it. And then That from, was that Reggie they talk about, man. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then from... 85 we'll say to about 99 i think was only then got to a thc level of about 12 i think it was mm -hmm. and then <laughs> then we got to about 18 and then now we're like 2030s or whatever right i think the highest and that's so, that's so interesting because when i'm looking at some of the the uh posters that i had sent in they kind of make it seem like you know, 
you're smoking LSD. That's what they were trying to pass it off as. Yeah. Because even back then, if you put something in there and they disagreed with it, you know, coffee was bad at one point too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then the Americans had to make it coffee, the tea of, or the drink of choice because they were just going against the Americans. So it's like they use like things like coffee or cannabis or j- different things as political things, you know, these mm-hmm. plants for political gain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bastards. Right. <laughs> Like tobacco. Like tobacco. Yeah. And we all know how that turned out. Oh, yeah. Wars over that. But uh, both industries are still uh, multi-billion dollar industries. Of course they are. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that they, they're they worried about what a few, you know, scones are doing. And I'm like, you know what? I think you guys have bigger fish to fry. Like right. there's some, there's some, you know, like gang affiliations that you need to be worried about because we're just trying to throw some tobacco over here. For real. Uh, so, Auntie Muffin, uh, usually you like to get into the edibles. Uh, Wrote four stories this weekend. Oh, legit. So, and also you were talking about. Uh, That's just a light snack. Yeah. <laughs> some of maybe wanted to go over some of the differences between. Uh, ingesting and <clears throat> inhaling yes and how one actually goes into the bloodstream whereas the other one has to go through the first pass system and it kind of reduces the amount that you're <coughs> in right yeah. so but we can get to all of that later first i want to talk about <coughs> the one and that is my baby that is my uh sort of project and release of all the information that i've collected over you know more than half my life uh and just kind of be able to start making records and connecting you know uh important milestones within uh our nation and you know within the conspiracy on its own as well so um and yeah i'm i'm i i managed to to put out four articles this weekend that's That's awesome that's crazy i told you did i not tell you like you did go that you know all you got to do is like chill like have a smoke or have an edible and it'll just flow (laughs) Yeah, and that's and that's the the funniest thing is that I'm just like, oh, my mind is expanding. Right, and it's just and it literally feels like little stretchies going, got little fingers going out. If I don't get in front of my computer right away, then I'll just sit on the couch giggling. Yeah. So it's like I gotta get into gotta it. Very get like for, for you now, like you said, it goes like this, but when you go like that too. At the same time, are you just like, yeah, yeah. Well, because all those topics, because all you have all those things that you already know, you've researched, you think you thought about it. And now all those things you can just take and just go, here it is. Yeah. Look, <laughs> you know, yeah. And just lay it all out. And it's just somehow easier, you know. And that, you know, I do, I do. I have an open platform for people. Uh, it's absolutely transparent. If people want to contribute, uh, 
either, you know, written words or financially, because I'm, I'm completely grassroots. I have no government funding whatsoever. Uh, I just kind well, yeah. And that's important. People will say, you know, like, oh, you know, I just need a boost. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that at all. Mm. But for me, in my worldview, uh, in my Inigahaga worldview, it's we do it on our own or or we find a way to do it. Yeah. That's right. Where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. And the less we take from people, the, as far as I'm concerned, the less say that they have over what we're doing. Right. One million percent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And then not just that, but if you do it that way as well, uh, when it's done and it's accomplished, you feel more accomplished yourself because you know you did it from you did that. The, yeah, the ground up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the open platform is if anybody wants to submit a story that they, uh, as long as it's consistent with the Guyana Lagoa and, you know, we Mm -hmm. have a lot of things in there, it's basically just do no harm. Like if somebody has uh, caused you great offense, it's not a gossip sort of rag. It's just kind of like, okay, there needs to be balance, you know, and there's so many issues that are so out of balance right now that I, I'm just having a heyday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything needs to be set straight, and there needs to be a platform to do that. So that's good. One million percent. And uh, being a pioneer and doing that is, is even better. And it gets uh, it gets the ball rolling, right? Like yeah. Uh, yeah. being uh, seeing yourself what needs to be done, and nothing being done being a strong native woman like you are taking that responsibility on yourself and uh, smashing forward. It just is, right. I hate, I, I don't want to say it's typical, but like, that's awesome of you to do that, to get the ball rolling on your own. You can just take well, some. And I think Andrew and I, cause Andrew and I, we did work together for yep. another media project and some of the stuff that I've just found out through that and have carried on in my own media uh, project is it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty uplifting it really is like learning a lot of the ropes and, and stuff like that and I'm so happy that Andrew and I are still able to communicate and still yeah. able to talk about things that are important because I certainly need to be able to um, to ask him questions about okay so what does this mean you know the, all the techie stuff and yeah. then in response, I still need to run, look over my stuff too. <laughs> Keep me in line. <laughs> Keep me in the loop. In line, I yeah. Try to help where I can, right? Like answering yeah. some of his messages and and things like that, right? And 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 that's where we really see the seedy side of media too, is because a lot of people do send some pretty questionable things in, and yeah, yeah, they do. Um, yeah. I don't understand. And then they avoid, like, when you try to talk to them, and then they're like, no, I can't, or whatever. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just... Like, that's just, like, what the heck? These, uh, what we like to call gangster, in- internet gangsters, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's something that, especially within our communities, because we all sort of know each other, like, you guys all kind of know everybody in Tyndanega. Yeah. And the here, it's, it's kind of the same thing, right? 
Um, huh. And, you know, one of the things that kind of I, I noticed, especially about me, was especially when I started doing filming and stuff like that, was as soon as I stopped saying what people wanted me to say, uh, they kind of dropped me. And <laughs> then you told me to, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, like, no, that's no, that's the real shit. We need the real shit. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what and that's what I said to Andrew too. Like, I don't wanna, you know, some of the stories I'm gonna be publishing might be too you know, sketchy, or they might come off as, you know, like people not necessarily liking it. And Andrew was like, well, so what? It is what it is, right? That's yeah. journalism. That That's yeah. raw, right? Like, that, yeah, and that's, if that's the truth, like... What are you going to do about it? Yeah, like, you, <laughs> you can't always sweep the truth under the rug. And I've made it very clear on numerous, like, in numerous interviews with people all over the place that I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm yeah. going to tell you exactly how it is i'm sick of putting like that fancy bullshit for white people to sorry but you know what i mean you know yeah sorry sorry i'm not dealing it out all softly anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and, just, see, and that's I'm, the thing though it's, it's a waste of time to just sugarcoat it you know <laughs> like, well and the, so much intent is lost too. Right. we're like <clears throat> to talk about our matters in a way that you know like it, one of the things that I always see is, you know, oh, you can't share that from the longhouse, or you can't share this from this church, or you can't do that, or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, <coughs> why does Smithsonian have all of our records then if it can't be shared? Right. And, and people can access it whenever they want. Why mm -hmm. does Canada have a good portion of our records? Do you know what I mean? So <coughs> not sharing and not keeping ourselves accountable to our own history is contributing to the lack of substance and pride in who we actually are. So right. yeah. struggles <laughs> would... we've gone through and still we're still here. Right. right. I was going to so, say something about that earlier. It's like, there's a soul mindset of we need to take this and give it to these people so it can be dealt with. Mm -hmm. yeah. no, no, that's not like, yeah, well, okay, we'll take it and take it to them. And if nothing's done, we deal with it. Absolutely. That's who we are. Is That's who we are. It's going to get how good people. We deal with it. Yeah. You know, if it's not getting dealt with, we take care of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's just the way it is because that's who we are. That's what you, what we do under Goa. And yeah. that, it, that we have a responsibility. Exactly. And, and to maintain to those about. relationships. Yeah, <laughs> we have a responsibility to one, hold ourselves accountable, and we have a responsibility to hold others accountable if they're using the Guyana Goa as a way to a weaponize yeah. and, and say, well, I believe in this, so you must too. Well, then you better darn well be living that way then. Right. So Exactly. Or else it'll come back and bite you on the ass. <laughs> but as long as not, not bite, maybe just kind of. No, a little bit. Just no. chew. <laughs> I have a soft chew. A nibble. <laughs> yeah. well, a nibble. hard, right? Soft chews. Soft chews. <laughs> we actually had some uh, butter chews. Some nasty soft chews? Not some nasty soft chews, but some butter chews earlier this week. <laughs> they were good, man. Man, they were... Uh, I told... I pounded them. Yeah. Is that? And they were, they were like, what was the... <coughs> What were the makers remember. like? Are they gummies? Because anytime anybody talks about, <coughs> well, they were caramels. They were caramels. 
But I yeah. call them butter chews because that's the English term, I guess they're called. Because really, I've never heard that before, Nathan, ever. Butter. See? butter I think you just made that up. No, uh, no, you can go to the store and they're literally called butter chews. You go to the British. Okay. Section, you would have some butter chews. Yeah, right. Hello, I'd like some butter chews, please. <laughs> I know it just sounded too dainty for me. I wasn't ready for it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I called you out. I'm sorry, I called you out. It felt weird saying shoes. But uh, yeah, you know, one of the things we were talking about, uh, I was just hired to do a job for uh, some family. Uh, mm -hmm. They own a dispensary down here. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were celebrating their two year anniversary. So it was North End. Yeah, it was North End Dispensary. <laughs> just beating around the bush. It's fucking North End. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So North End Dispensary <laughs> celebrated their two year anniversary. And they uh, uh, bestowed the honor upon me of creating them. <laughs> <laughs> creating for them some infused cupcakes. Here's the honor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I made uh, vanilla and chocolate cupcakes. But on the vanilla, I made uh, chocolate buttercream. And then on the uh, chocolate cake, I made vanilla buttercream. All of that was infused, had about 25, maybe 30 milligrams of THC in each one. And uh, yeah. after it was done, they uh, called me back <laughs> and said it was a, it was a hit. <coughs> so afterward, I, I was talking uh, to him yeah. about it. Yeah, I was talking to him Every about time it. You say a hit, that's what I picture. It's like a guy with a drum. <laughs> <laughs> so after uh, I was uh, so happy about that, so mm -hmm. I came to him and I told him that. And he's like, yeah, that's an awesome dude. And he was talking about this other guy was uh, trying to do the same thing with ice cream. And I said, fuck that guy. I'm sorry. Can I use that word? I just, I swear all the time on oh. here. Okay. Well, you know what? Fuck that guy. You're uh, always like, concern it. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like Ned Flanders. And I'm over here fucking... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fuck that guy. I already have an ice cream recipe down pat. Like, yeah. oh. um, I figure if we're at, at 18 plus anyways, and they sometimes like make our videos that, whatever. Right. You know? See, and that's so brilliant because I, like, I think just with how, you know, the sugar and insulin uh, is released when you have something very sweet and it actually speeds up your metabolism, I find that is like a bonus if you can have it all wrapped into one, right? Yeah. So yeah. The, the ice cream, you've got the cupcakes. I would, I would totally be down with doing something like that. Right? Would you be down with doing a pop-up? Yeah. Doing a little thing. Where we come down and we do some coffee and we have like a big oh, old for sure. Yagawana Scott's CME little gathering. Mm. Yeah, for sure. That would be awesome. Have some coffee and you can talk we about could... your stuff and we'll talk about our stuff and we have a thing. We can sit in the war room, which. Ooh, the war room. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is downstairs. Yeah. And it has a good, it has a picture on my table of a mohawk. Oh, don't get me started. We'll all be sitting here. I know you're a golf fan. Yeah, I am. I am. About when the course opens. Yeah. We're going to go for a 
a smoke on the course. Yeah, that's going to be so awesome. Now, are you going to be going for a smoke on the course that Tyane Denega recently purchased? Or? Yeah. Haze. Yep, that one. Yes, we are. Yeah, okay. Haze. Yeah, it's a good, we know that course. It's been there forever. Yeah, I know that. Like, I've played that course so many times. Like, I know it like the back of my hand. Oh, my God. There's one time I was uh, in this um, wedding party for this guy. And we went golfing there. And there's this one hole. And the hill goes down like this. And it, like, goes down. And then there's, like, a little bit of water. And the hole's just on the other side. So the guy gets up there. This is, like, oh, maybe it was the fifth hole. Maybe fifth or sixth what are those? yeah yeah yeah, yeah something fifth. like that but anyway it takes us at least an hour and a half to get there okay, okay. so this guy and every single one he's taking about 10 practice swings between every swing he's like placing his feet and he'll swing again he'll swing again and then he'll stop he'll get back up to it and then he goes to hit the ball and then they'll like clip it and he's like, oh, wait, 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 that was a practice shot, too. So we'll go get his ball. <laughs> and this went on, right? And this was the groom. So we can't be like, yo, you know, because it's like kind of his party. So one guy's just hammered at that point. I'm like stoned out of my head. <laughs> I would be, too. Well, yeah, especially if you have to sit there and just kind of like. Chill. As we get to this hole and the guy, he like, he hits it, but it goes up, Right. So he's like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, I got that. And I'm like looking up. And he's like looking out, right? We're all looking up. Looking, the ball comes down like this, lands about 10 feet around in front of us. And instead of rolling down the hill, it literally goes. <laughs> as long as it's moving. I was told as long as it's moving forward. It must have had like a, like a spin or something on it because it just like literally went. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So, he just got so mad and he's like that was a good shot I'm gonna take a few more <laughs> yeah. so we're just like okay best ball all right let's go <laughs> I would after that oh my god after that I'd have to call best ball man we were only doing nine holes thank goodness you know what that's the only way to go if you have a couple of people with you that may or may not be. <coughs> no, but he said he was good. Yeah, that's what I don't like is when people say that they're good and then you're like, okay, let's see it then. And then yeah, like I know I'm not horrible, but I'll be like, let's see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because sometimes it's not going to go good. <laughs> well, for me, and I'll take it. I don't even care. For me, I definitely want to get out a lot more this year, so I know... Yeah, well, now that we're not all fucking... Yeah, right? So I know once I get out a couple rounds, it'll shake the rust off. That's and right. that hole you're talking about, I know once I shake the rust off, you I can, can put make... it right on the green. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say put it on the green, but at least drive... Right hole, just right here. drive it over that pond, at least, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. At least and then it's... the water. Yeah, and then the it's a small chip up to the green. Yeah. But yeah, I choke, I, I choke at any oh water. You know what? Sorry, I, I have to say, he was like swinging at that ball one time so much. No, we were on the green and he was like putting. So then his best man was over by the water and he had the ball thing, the ball retriever. And he was literally just like laying on the ground, drinking beer, getting balls out of the water, throwing them up on the thing. Hooking <laughs> little buddy who was trying to get the ball in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> We got like, like so many balls. They're oh, it was great. 
got like a whole bucket of balls at least. But yeah, anti-muffin. We all have to get out onto the golf course and go for a round. I'm yeah. game. I'm game. And even if it is lockdown, we're still allowed because we're going to be filming. Yeah. And, uh, and we're allowed to film. I'm pretty sure you're allowed to golf because it's like... They are still open. The golf the golf courses are still open. Yeah, so exactly. So you'll have to make your way on down and we'll have to go for oh, a ride. Sure. For sure. I mean, I'll have to shine off the clubs. Holy man, it's been a minute for me, but... He's going to have to polish up his pole. Right? Once uh, once I shake off... Give the... you a little bit of that chocolate and you'll be good to go. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, once, once <laughs> I shake off the rust, I'll have that cake just to flutter and... Did you see that episode? Oh my god, when he tried that chocolate, we're gonna have to like <laughs> sell, we're gonna have to you sell some of those. We're gonna have to sell some of those sound clips to Pornhub. No, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, we're gonna have to. It was nuts when he tried that chocolate. Oh, <laughs> like I could understand that first, and it kept on going, and he was really enjoying it. I was oh, like, yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> just got lost in the moment. Yeah, I did, and yeah. it was like every bite, too. I couldn't help myself, <laughs> like, see the sweat. <laughs> right because i was like he's perspirating yeah i took a bite and then i was trying to talk and i was like oh he's had a little oh. quiver happening there for a good 30 seconds <laughs> every bite too stop quivering just <laughs> right and i was like damn that's good damn, oh my god that's so good that's <laughs> i'm going back and i'm finding the clip and i'm putting it in right here that's what i'm doing right because, good yeah. make sure you put it in so everybody gets a chance to see that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you will see what i'm talking about and yeah it's intense so there <laughs> wow. i'm gonna find these right here and yeah let's show people what anti-muffin has in store for us today so I think this is, it's important to just know, Andrew, while you're finding it, I think it's just important to know that the changing phases of, uh, yeah, some of these, like, look at this one right here. This is just, I don't know. A girl, a girl until she's a reefer. Like, what does that even mean? What is a reefer? I, I don't know. That, I don't know the etymology of the word reefer, unfortunately. Either, but we're gonna have well, that's we'll write that down for next. Week. We'll write that down for next week. But, but like, how the truth about marijuana, the smoke of hell, right? Like how it like singles out women too. It's like completely sexist. This has to be like yeah. made in like the nineteen fifties or nineteen forties. This one is forties. Yeah, forties, yeah. Yeah, so the devil's harvest. And I'm just wondering at this point, if the THC levels weren't actually very high, then what what were they worried about? It was more like, maybe it was like, because it was like having a cigarette, but maybe it just like made you that much. No. Like a little bit happier. Or maybe it was the smell. Here's my theory. So it's got to be like some sort of placebo effect, right? And that, even if it was 8% THC or whatever, you're going to get the same sort of high or whatever. Because they're, they're telling you it's going to get you high. They're telling you it's going to get you high. Right. But now because we're uh, been smoking it and it's like popular now and we're like, oh, we need more THC, more THC. It's that placebo effect where because we were saying 
not all weed is bad. Like you no. get amazing strands at twenty percent, eighteen percent. Girl Scout cookies at what? Twenty three, twenty four. Uh, something like that. Uh, yeah, not even, not even. Not yeah, even that, it was like it was 22, like, 22 to twenty four. But it was still one of those ones that you just want to go get. Yeah, it was very tasty. It does its thing. But like that's mm-hmm. like this, like you're saying, that could be it, the placebo effect. Yeah, that's like in my. In the meantime, favorite. the phar- pharmaceutical companies were just kind of, you know, going willy nilly with. Uh, it was in everything, wasn't it? Valium and, and things like that, right? Like it's yeah. Just, and I'm like, okay, so which one is the lesser of two evils? I guess it's not the devil's harvest. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, well, I think they're uh, it stinks. they're uh, low key uh, uh, talking about, but not having the actual. I don't want to say it, but you know what I mean. Other kinds of uh, issues that they're uh, pointing at, but not. They're, so they're basically saying that smoking marijuana makes you a whore. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just I didn't want to say that. Yeah. I'm glad you oh, said that. Why, why, no, you need to say that stuff, man, instead of like, Because I'm <laughs> like, it's so difficult for me to try to be politically correct. Mm. Well, the, the fact of the matter is. Uh, like, that, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You just have to say it sometimes because like that's what's going on. Yeah, but like that's I what the, that's the idea in their head. Like you have to think about how they're thinking of it, right? What is this person who is this propagandist trying to say? Get across. Exactly. You know, and what, at the time being a wholesome being wholesome and you know, a good girl, right? They say it right in their ad, that was the desirable woman. Right. Because know? like now, if you were to see a woman sitting like that, with her like this, it's nothing. The shorts are like that, whatever. But back then, to see a woman like with a shoulder out and her leg out, that was like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. you know, absolutely, like, something like crazy. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, very like like Auntie Muffin and was got, saying, risque. And then you got Buddy here with his suit and his like whatever and yeah. his hairdo and his like his smoke and whatever, you know. Yeah. Can we all just point out that that's an awfully long joint for her too? Right? Oh, it's got the it's got the thing. I'm like, you know what? That just seems. Oh weird. yeah, the. Uh... And she's like, bitch, if you're gonna make it, that whole shit, right? Put it in. What are those things? Stay tuned for part two of our crossover episode of Beside the Tracks podcast and Mohawk Bud Talk. Remember to subscribe to Mohawk Bud Talk and Credible Mohawk Entertainment on YouTube to be automatically entered into our giveaways. You can win our giveaways and find out if you're the winner by becoming a member at thecrediblemohawk.com. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about, like the the little classy ones.
Yeah. Yeah, the wooden ones. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know what they are, but I know what you're talking about. Here's more of the um, devil's harvest. Yeah, yeah. So this one, uh, a vicious lettuce. racket with its arms around your children. So sin, degradation, vice, insanity. When's this one from? Now, this one is from the 60s, and this one right here was kind of, and I believe it was, actually, I think it was 1958, not quite 1960, uh, and at the time, they were still kind of, you know, on the, 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 the theme that there was a religious connotation to marijuana as well, and so weaponizing religion to control your children uh, we know that that kind of happens all the time. All the time, amongst, yeah. You know, uh, amongst any religion, you're going to have extremists, right? Yeah. So mm. these particular yeah. uh, posters were aimed at children who were in churches and Sunday school and, and things like that. Yeah. Like, to be honest, I'm thinking, you know what? I probably would have never thought of this if you didn't show it to me. But this sounds like a good time. Marijuana, the smoke of hell. <laughs> it sounds like um, because they're still on that kick, because when it wasn't until like the, what, 30s that they started to use the J? Mm-hmm. Because so it was only 20 years in and they're still really pushing that like racist connotation to it. So it's gotta be like cartels bringing it in. It's gotta be bad people. It's gotta be people of color, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? oh, for sure, for sure. African people or, or like even uh, yeah, the Mexicans. The Mexicans, yeah. yeah. That's what I was just gonna say. The Mexicans getting behind that. And um, meanwhile here, it could be a lot of, basically a lot of white people back then doing it too, right? They were like, growing up themselves. They were going to the freaking country start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Hell's Angels. Yeah. Well, I was talking about their first president was a grower. That too. That too. Um, so they want to take that and shove that in their pipe and smoke it. They, they but that doesn't fit the narrative of the scary dealer, right? The scary right. cartel dealer and... And that's just pretty unfortunate right and that's the kind of the image they paint with that guy there right oh well he's dark he he's you know like scary very scary and yeah it's like he's gonna take your woman he's yeah, gonna come yeah, and grab yeah. your leg he's gonna come take your women yeah and he's then you got the damsel <coughs> in distress type thing happening there like she well, don't she, look she, happy. she's the she's the only one smoking though let's let's right yeah it's because it's i because think she's influencing him Right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's why it's the smoke from hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even see this. Oh, no. That was that was our, our res meme because of the combing. Oh, here. Where are we going the wrong way? Oh, how bad can a girl get? Oh, my God. She, she should have said no. What, what What is this? Stay well, up. Do you no. see her breasts are free? Yep. Right? So, and she's wearing a heel, and she also manages to get a little cuff on, which good for her, because, you know, it's it's the accessories that really make an outfit. Yeah, the accessories matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You got to really, uh, you got to make sure you don't get anything on your wrist when you're, um, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a movie poster. 
Oh, and, shit. Yeah. I bet so, you, I'll bet you that if we put this on Instagram, they would take it out because there's a nipple. You think? Oh, well, probably. Like, you, yeah. that's the most, that is the most disparaging part is the that's nipple. Right. Because white men run all that stuff and they're like offended by nipples. Well, it could uh, be, it could be true because I saw like all these things too. Like women are like threatening to punch each other over breastfeeding. Like, dude, that's how you feed your kid, right? Like, whatever. Isn't that crazy? Like, I stop know. sexualizing it. I know, right? Like, um, stop, don't do that. Like, this is this poster's bullshit. It is like well, that's I, is I, I don't how, even know what they do it. This is part of the you know, the messaging that we should be ashamed of our bodies that when we do things like have drugs or you know even something as simple as as marijuana right, right. Uh, basically is just saying you know it's still a bad thing and you're still a bad person if you don't say no right so at the time there's no medicinal value whatsoever even though there are countless uh cases that were documented where you know uh using the marijuana actually did help in relaxing and using mm -hmm. uh, military military trials that were done as well right yeah yeah uh, we actually we did. About those too. Yeah, we did a whole episode actually on the the testing of marijuana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That the um, first uh, scene in Pineapple Express. Yeah. That whole skit that they did was actually was based on real stuff. Based on actual facts. Loosely. Oh, really? Loosely based. We don't really know if we called it the bee's knees, but mm -hmm. I can think that it was probably something of the sort. <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. And that's when they were heavily into that mind control and yeah, yes. like remote viewing and stuff like that. So yes. now this one was a special one. <laughs> uh, this one is from the early 80s and <laughs> it talks about, you know, this Thanksgiving, remember the cranberry sauce, but forget the marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> so that together. Right? And Terry was convinced to take a toke of a joint with his friend just to relax. Immediately after, Terry killed his friend who had given him the marijuana in a murderous craze. Not so safe, is it? Marijuana. Not even once. <laughs> like, what? That's some <laughs> shit. Right? So <laughs> I'm thinking Terry may have taken a toke of a joint that was laced with PCP or right? similar, but... <clears throat> It's it's not uh, yeah no, That's or he he, or just he actually had... did forget the marijuana. It was just angel dust. <laughs> or or he just had to toke a just like tobacco or whatever yeah. and he and has, it was already crazy yeah he's already has mental issues so right. like that's why he murdered him right well the fact that it happened over thanksgiving right yeah like, like what does that have to do with anything <laughs> right Who like gives a shit yeah but he's like token on marijuana and then like killing his buddy like Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Like, what? Oh, no, no. You know what it is? It's this Thanksgiving. You know what? Uh, thanks or reminding you of murder, you know. Yeah. Have a great time, speaking, everyone. Speaking of murder, this guy murdered himself. Yeah. Murdered his buddy. So, so 
while you're celebrating was... genocide. <laughs> yeah, while you're celebrating genocide, this, this guy celebrate... murdered yeah, somebody. Yeah, this guy murdered somebody, so you can celebrate him too. He made a sacrifice for the day. Just <laughs> one continuation, right? <laughs> <laughs> Terry, Terry was Terry the ancestors. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not he didn't even what he did wasn't even bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carrying on tradition, right? He's like, this is what we Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Oh my god, I never even thought of it that way. Oh, this is completely acceptable. They've done it for <laughs> hundreds of years. Right. <laughs> it's just human sacrifice, right? right? Yeah. Let's be real. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, it's just. It's... So, so they went from being <clears throat> very artistic and very, uh, you know, coming from a place of you know, suggesting to just full out campaigning marijuana is directly related to murderous rampages, especially around the holidays. <laughs> yeah, like, so. And when in actuality, it'd be legit, the complete opposite of that. Yeah, the guy that has his weed be like, all right, well, you know what, I'm going to smoke this then. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I yeah, maybe. So. <laughs> yeah, he'd be, he'd be chill and be like, okay, it's Thanksgiving, like, let's eat yeah. absolutely yeah. i thought so this was this actually was one of my favorites because it was so out there that i just couldn't really fathom that this was actually a national strategy that was used during the reagan era like it's even got the thing down there yeah that's yeah. crazy the ronald reagan yeah ronald reagan era Marijuana. Marijuana. Weird orgies, weird parties, unleashed passions. You know what this reminds me of is the year one. So yeah. If you notice, there's a needle involved in this one. Yeah, what's that yeah, about? What the hell? And that and that's a good that's a good question because from everything that I've been able to find, there is no injectable uh, cannabis use I, I i just even if you did try to inject it would it not be like lethal well no there could be you know like like what you're trying to put in your methods but the fact that they're just using a straight up needle into the fat tissue just... oh and i was like thinking like they're like main vein and the shit no 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 <laughs> no, no, no no so that, yeah so that was something i was like and I'm also looking at the guy and I'm like, well, isn't he a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening at these parties? Right? Yeah, for sure. So there was a lot of things that they did say that it caused depression, that it caused schizoaffective disorder, schizophrenia, first event type of things for mental health issues. So this was a narrative that's been pushed, you know, and still to this day is pushed about- uh, Against marijuana. Yeah, against marijuana. <clears throat> and so, women using it. And women using it, yeah. Oh, and the, the, it's always the women who are the victim here instead right. of being, you know, like responsible for right. and accepting their role. Because in, look at this guy. That's why I say he looks like a doctor. And then look at her. And look at her. She looks really happy there. Yeah. But, but down here, it's like, oh. But then, like, why in, in the picture do they have to, like, have, have her breasts exposed almost? Right? Like, well, have her sexualized is what I mean. Yeah. So, I, again, I just think this is the whole damsel in distress, 
narrative you know she's she's not really doing it herself it's it's somebody else who's doing it toward Mm. like if the needle was just down here it could be like a metaphor but he's like actually sticking it in her arm Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah you're injecting yourself with misery but no like he's actually sticking it in her arm here so there's something Uh, happening they're clearly using a different drug what are these vials i i like i said he looks like a doctor he looks like a doctor to me yeah, that's messed right. up. So the ah. oh, Reaper Madness. Yeah. This was is another this movie. So this is a this is another movie poster. Yeah, and yeah. it's Merhewana Reefer Madness. And it's basically just talking again about how it makes women into whores and makes men into just, you know, like voracious sex kittens, yes. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's kind of a hard, it's hard to follow some of these uh, train of thought here. Train of thought, like how I don't know. Like, But I do know everybody believes in this, in, in these parts that weed obviously came from hell instead okay. of down the road, you know. Like marijuana. It'll turn guys into slime balls and women into whores. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's villainizing right. everything. <laughs> so, is it any surprise to you guys that the campaign that has been waged against marijuana, that people are still uh, apprehensive of taking part? Like, you know. Um, well, because it's literally been like a war an unwinnable war on drugs that they've been waging because they're just hypocrites they are mm-hmm. and i i just don't starting poppy fields and shit and like you know, well and that's that that's it they're uh they're like supplying the heroin they're supplying this, this we know they supplied the crack mm-hmm. you know? yeah and staying oh. away from the gateway drug marijuana allowed you to still go ahead and do those other things, but I'm not going to become an addict because I never did the marijuana. Exactly. Marijuana. So, oh, I'm not, I didn't smoke marijuana, so I can smoke crack once. Boom. You're a crackhead. You're a crackhead. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So the next one, the next one right here, and this is a really early one. This is 1915. And like, just look at, Look at this right here. Is the Mexican nation locoed by a peculiar weed? And it, even. they have to go and use the the Mexican word for crazy. Yeah, yeah. So the deadly marijuana. Word, sorry, that's where they have to go try to villainize it, right? That's yeah. their attempt at villainizing the language. Yeah. And look at the guys. Look at the guys. Um, they put the picture right there. Now, this is out of Utah. And you have to remember that this is a primarily a religious state. Oh, right? yeah. These guys are, are you know, devout in, in their religious beliefs. And anybody who seems different, looks different, well, then they need to be demonized completely. So it's, um, they talk about how it, Smoking marijuana provides people with uh, some bravery, and they also call them greasers. So it's just like, you know, like I heard, I saw something about that term. I can't remember what it was, but there was like different terms for a greaser. 
Well, it has to do with the hair, you know. Yeah, greaser and uh, what's the other one? Uh, a jock. And then there was a... Uh, what's the one for the girls there? No, I, I keep wanting to say call girls, but it's not call girls. Valley girls? Are you thinking about pen girls? Again? Pin okay. girls. Pin up. Pin up girls. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, what are what hmm? I thought yeah. he was gonna start going towards movies again here. We did that before. <laughs> we were in some episode of something else and you we were talking about philosophy and then you started to go into fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> no, you started to go into the Avengers. The Avengers. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was with Cynthia. And I'm like, yo, we're no, not because even not talking about, we were talking about movies though but you were like straight up into the movie yeah because she was talking about the infinity stones right so i was like so like the kind of in like the infinity gauntlet and she was like yeah so i was like no she didn't say it like that I was like, Get the fuck she out did here. not say it like that <laughs> i was like get out of here <laughs> like like she that. did not say it she was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i was like really so he like he snapped his fingers like that, and she's like, what? <laughs> Both of us at the same time, we're like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was. Uh... So yeah, so this, this, this right here is just another, you know, racist attempt to control the minds of their youth, and while also effectively demonizing anybody who dresses or acts out of their normal standards out of the standards that have been set yeah oh this, what the hell? this one right here was like really kind of distressing because uh they were they only like kept, they only kept the ads up for uh two weeks and the org on the, the end there, at the time, ORG was only allowed to be used by, uh, like, certain federally recognized organizations. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, again, this is sort of, you know, this is in the 90s, 2000s, and <laughs> the outcry... So this would be like government funded. This would be government funded. Yeah. And all of a sudden they didn't know who it was who paid for it. They just know <laughs> that. So they only lasted for about two weeks, these ads. And the fact that the girl uh, that was used in the picture was so emaciated and she was just, um, it was, it was, like, it, she was, she was, she was white, a she was blonde. And according to the narrative at the time, people like her couldn't be a victim. Right. Right. Because so, that's what they want you to believe. But yeah. like, why does she look like she was beaten? Right. And you know what? Like, yeah. Locked up and. And and the reality was at the time that people like her did exist on the streets, and that they were, you know, suffering from addictions that had nothing to do with marijuana exactly right? yeah and so but that's the narrative they want to make right yeah absolutely absolutely and that was something and we talked about that andrew about how you know being on our individual platforms having making sure that what we were looking at and what we were doing was 
Oh, here we're back. <laughs> was good. Hi, Auntie Muffin. We're back. <laughs> Just all surprised. Oh shit! Oh yeah, because like we were ripping bongs there, and like there you are, right? We were quietly ripping bongs, and I'm like just kind of going like that. I was like, oh, this is now I'm high. It's like hi. <laughs> she's on TV, and you're on TV. Anyway, <laughs> so anyways, I'm sorry to have interrupted you. you no, were... no worries. Uh, so I think for this session, I think we're we're pretty good as far as you know talking about how through since the 1900s how marijuana has been demonized and then where it is now. Yeah, yeah. Like I know that we had set up. Uh, a few more sessions uh, between us where we can talk about uh, what it actually does and, and what inhalation is versus ingestion. And I know for me, ingestion works better for me, but some people still like, you know, inhaling it. Um, and I think it depends really on the individual preference. It's not necessarily something that, you know, to get the the optimal uh sort of treatment for whatever condition or whatever you're treating medically but also that if there's recreational use you know it can be kind of taken both uh yeah. ways as well yeah now, I like, i'm I like wondering that. have you guys heard of any transdermal patches or anything like that that are kind of on the market now uh very very low key yeah. though they're, yeah. they're still i feel like uh in there's the development more, yeah. stages yet like there's been uh, what do you call them and yeah trial like and testers mm -hmm. uh, we've gotten what two i think back when we were at uh, i brought us two yeah. uh they are sort of like edibles in the sense that that's the kind of high you get but it was a slower release yeah okay so i think that that was for the uh pain part of that targeting yeah it. yeah yeah targeting or, part of that. yeah so a treatment method rather than kind of because i kind of like yeah. i like sort of use it for uh its medicinal properties and i know that you guys kind of you know andrew we've talked about this you know a great deal but also using it as sort of a, um, I don't like to say recreational, but sometimes being able to bring balance back to how your mood is. Yeah, right? it is balancing. It just brings you, it's like a snatch you back. Yeah, yeah. So in that kind of the, recre the recreational use always kind of gets me because I'm thinking, well, you know what? I, I've seen when you're really anxious and you're not able to stand around with us and you're not yeah. able to, you know, stick it out. And, and then the difference when you do have, you know, a joint and you're kind of, and even yeah. though it seems recreational, I, I don't think it is. And I don't think a lot of people use it like as much of recreational as we, the government pushes. Right. right. So, like, if I if I'm somewhere and I smoke a joint, I'll probably stay longer. Whereas if I'm there and I'm not going to smoke, I'll probably just fuck off. Yeah. Well, and, there's, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But right. if you like, for 
especially in media, sometimes being able to just kind of open up and, and talk and hear things, you need to stick around, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and that's why I like our laws where you can just uh, stand anywhere and smoke where you can smoke tobacco. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and that's right up in their laws. And I'll stick that yeah. in right the description too. That's legit. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm just wondering, like, are, are you guys hearing any sort of flack about, you know, like smoking it? Like, are people saying, well, you're kind of doing the exact same thing with the marijuana that was done with the tobacco? Because tobacco is natural too. It's just the process that it goes through, adding the formaldehyde, adding other carcinogens to make it flavored and, you know, last longer. Right? Well, not just that, but uh, making you addicted to it as well, right? right? It's got oh, all yeah, for sure. This stuff, it doesn't have anything in it. No, yeah. And the flavor is natural, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. medicinal product and value to it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actual, like, proven scientific value to it. Whereas mm-hmm. with, like, cigarette tobacco, it proves that it proves that'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just that, but uh, you can't eat tobacco. Right. You can't you, eat tobacco. You, you can Gross. eat cannabis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many yeah. Different- good point. Good point. Because that was something that, until you just said that, I just didn't even consider. I've never eaten yeah. that. Yeah. A t- tobacco muffin. A tobacco leaf. Oh. Yeah. Well, like if you've ever done chew, like try and swallow that (laughs) just think when we were in high school and our science teacher told us that she was chewing like she went to columbia so she had to chew on like one of the cocaine leaves because they were going higher enough word yeah and we're like that was so cool because our yeah told us she did coke right yeah and you know one of the things that i had found out in in nursing especially end of life care was you know smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol uh which you know obviously is is individual choice um but it also decreased the ability for certain treatments to be effective and so that's something that isn't necessarily uh happening because of the cabinoids that are specifically made for thc and cbd uh signals right so yeah it, like some of those properties in our body already do yeah that? like so well yeah we and that's what it is that's i'm like well why do we have uh, <laughs> why do we have chemicals that will connect to marijuana if we hadn't evolved and used it a great deal for a long period of time right exactly. whereas so, alcohol is like literally come called out kills the spirit <laughs> like yeah yeah and that's and even with alcohol like i think that there's the the thought that we didn't have alcohol here we didn't have distilled alcohol here there's a lot of uh fermenting that's in place and so uh the other thing as well just the tobacco wasn't you know smoked as sort of a leisure thing no no and then used as a ceremonial thing the Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, and it wasn't uh, inhaled as much. Yeah, yeah. You put it in your mouth and you hold those words and then you... You exhale, yeah. You hold those yeah. words before you speak and then... Because yeah. if you've and ever I... done traditional that, t- tobacco... <laughs> no, I was going to say, you don't have me yet. You've been the one I put it over there. Yeah. 
uh, if you've ever done actual pure traditional tobacco and tried smoking that before, holy mess. Like, try inhaling that anti-muffin, your throat will, like... Hurt for days. Yeah, burn. Burn. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want my throat to burn because... I, I made I made burn, that mistake. Baby, I made I choose, that mistake. I choose marijuana instead. Well, it's just because I got marijuana instead. Well, like I'm I'm used to smoking cigarettes, right? So yeah. well, when so, I got that, I was like, <laughs> so not so stoic after all, aren't you? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so on four twenty, are you gonna you're gonna smoke yes. with us on four twenty, right? Uh I don't know if I'll smoke, but I'll certainly take a gun. Well, you'll, you'll join us. You'll be there. You'll be around. You'll be around. You'll be, be there. For sure. Cool. But so, uh, I look forward better. to talking again sometime, guys. Yes. Thank I was going to say, Elena's going to be there. Elena's going to be there. And she, like, she wants to, she talked about the recreational thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. that'll be a good talk. That but will yeah, be a great talk. It's been an awesome time. It's been and, an amazing uh, time, Auntie Muffin. Be good oh, to talk as always, you. guys. On a good All right. Day. Oh, no. <laughs> On a good Thank you for listening to our crossover episode Beside the Tracks podcast and Mohawk Bud Talk. Tune in next week on Monday, April 19th for Sequim Pink, Land Defender, April Thomas. We're going to be talking about all the arrests and everybody that was arrested there, as well as her traditional law and um, different aspects of what the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion looks like for the traditional life in her territory. So stay tuned and set your calendars for the 19th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a good night. Thank you.